Welcome back to What's the Point of the Midrash, the weekly podcast where we take a look at a rabbinic text and offer suggestions to answer the question, what's the point of the Midrash? My name is Rabbi Josh Uter, and this week for Parshat Miketz, also Shabbat Hanukkah and Shabbat Rosh Chodesh, we've got a short Midrash, or at least a short statement of a Midrash that I think has a lot of meaning packed into it. Quick summary of the Parsha up to the point that we'll discuss. Uh, Parsha begins with Joseph being elevated uh, to the role of second to Paro after he gets called up out of jail and interprets his dreams. There's a famine and Jacob's sons, the Joseph's brothers, go down to Egypt. They tell Joseph, oh yeah, we got another brother and Joseph says, well, you know, bring him down. They go back up to Israel, both the place and the person, meaning their father Yaakov. And Yaakov, the father, is understandably annoyed uh, because he wants to protect Binyamin. He wants to protect the other son of his beloved wife, Rachel, after the other son, Joseph Yosef, presumably, at least according to him, was killed years ago. And Yaakov's reaction, according to Genesis Brashit 43.6, says, Vayomer Yisrael, Yisrael, Israel, Yaakov's other name, says, Lama hare otemli, why did you cause me such ill? L'hagid le'ish ha'od lachem ach, to tell this man that you have another brother. Meaning, if you didn't actually reveal that there's someone else there, he wouldn't ask you to bring it down. So you know, you're trying to protect something, and one of the easiest ways to I guess, protect something is you don't let someone else know that it exists, right? You just keep it a secret. Anyway, uh, on this verse, you have in Bereshit Rabbah, Genesis Rabbah 91.10, Rabbi Levi B'Shem Rabbi Chama Bar Hanina says, Me'olam lo amar Yaakov avinu davar shel batala, that Jacob never said anything idle or anything empty, except for presumably this line. Elakach amar HaKadosh Baruch rather this is what God said. Ani oseik lahamlich et benobe mitzrayim, I'm working to get your son king over Egypt, and he's going to say, why are you dealing with me poorly? Like, why are you causing me all this bad stuff? As it says, or at least thus it says, now the Midrash cites from Isaiah Shayahu 40.27, which says in full, Why do you declare Yaakov or say, why does Israel say, my way is hidden from the Lord, my cause is ignored by my God. And here there's a bit of a double reference with, in the context of Yeshayahu, referring to Yaakov and Israel as referring to the Jewish people, but here it's referring to the individual Yaakov and Yisrael who has both names. And the message seems to be that He's complaining about something being bad that's going on, but is sort of hidden or blocked away from God's ultimate plan. This Midrash, in one sense, doesn't fit back into the text that well, because in the context of the biblical verse 43.6, it's clear Jacob is speaking specifically to his sons. He's not complaining against God. He's telling his sons, why did you do this? 
right? You specifically did something wrong, or at least if not did something wrong, you did something stupid, and you're causing this bad to happen to me. He's not yelling at God over this, whereas the Midrash seems to say that, yeah, it's, you know, something, an issue of God kind of taking it personally, like, well, you know, I'm setting your son up as king, and you're going to say, you know, why did all this bad stuff happen? Um, and, well, it's really because, you know, my ways are, you know, the ways of God are hidden from you. And there is another Midrash that discusses that uh, after Joseph was taken away from him, he lost Ruach HaKodesh, he lost the divine spirit of inspiration. Yet here, what Rebbe in the name of Rebbe Chama Bar Hanina, seems to be saying is that Yaakov is complaining about the situation he's in, not recognizing that there's something else going on behind the scenes. And I think in this context, it really forces us to evaluate what exactly would this word uh, hariotem be, mean in terms of what does it mean that something bad happens? Very often, people have to suffer through something, and it's only through suffering or through some disappointment that they're able to succeed or be able to advance further in some way that they otherwise might not have considered, or it would open up another opportunity or possibility that you might not have experienced. This isn't to say that all of our experiences are going to be pleasant, and certainly in the moment when bad stuff happens, we feel terrible. Uh, it can be stressful, it can be depressing, and it can really affect us in any number of ways. And what I think this Midrash might be trying to communicate is that God has his own plans, or God could be working on a whole bunch of other things behind the scenes. To put it more glibly, it could be, you know, it's all part of God's plan. And I think this is a difficult balance to strike sometimes of one understanding and accepting that you're suffering in the moment without sort of catastrophizing it to a grand scheme of things and being able to hold on to hope that either something could get better down the line or it could be that something is in the works that could ameliorate what's going on right now if not fix things entirely. It's really hard to balance, particularly when you're in the middle of that moment and that initial shock of, oh, this bad thing just happened to me right now, and you cry out in however someone does. You know, that's a very, very difficult time to sort of rein it in, even if you're supposed to do that. You know, it's one thing to say that, you know, to acknowledge the feelings that someone may have, and then how do you go about expressing it? Here in the Midrash, it's phrased as a devar shel batala, as this useless statement or this empty statement, which, you know, maybe might be cathartic depending on your situation, but in terms of substance, there really isn't much there. And it could be that there's some uh, understanding here, at least there could be some instruction on perhaps a more or less healthy ways of expressing one's pain and suffering when confronted with this bad news or with this bad stress. I don't think it necessarily means to suppress all of your emotions, but in terms of how to express it, saying, well, hey, you know, this is, you know, this doesn't seem to be like a very good idea, or at least in some way to communicate 
what exactly is wrong without, say, applying it to some sort of divine plan. Again, it's very hard to read this midrash back into the Pasuk because the object of the Lama Hari Otemli, why did you cause me all this bad, in the Pasuk is clearly directed against the brothers. That's to whom Jacob is addressing. It's also in the plural form, not directed to God. Even so, God here says, you know, I'm busy doing all of this stuff. And even though you, know, you might be suffering for this now, you don't know what's really going on behind the scenes. And again, from a spiritual perspective on how to handle grief and suffering, very delicate balance to strike. And what could be going on here is, well, yes, this might be how you're feeling, but don't forget, you don't necessarily know the whole picture of either what other alternatives might have been, or what are some alternatives that could come up in the future. Anyway, these are my thoughts. What do you think is the point of this midrash? You can reach out to me with what you think uh, via Twitter. My handle is at jayuter. You can also find me on Facebook or drop me an email via my website, www.joshuter.com. Thank you for listening. Have a great week. Wonderful Shabbat. Happy Hanukkah and good Chodesh.